Hello and welcome to The Lowdown from Pickletown. I'm your host, Aidan Gilbride. Here's the deal. Yep, so we are here with Ruben van der Berg. Um, uh, me and Ruben actually know each other very well. We've worked together many times. I've also known you the three years that I've been here, Ruben. So this will just be like two uh, old friends kind of having a conversation today. Uh, th- first off, thanks for coming on. No, happy to be here. Thanks yeah. for asking me. <laughs> of course, yeah. It was kind of, when I was looking at men's golf, I was looking at the ones that like I know and the ones I've spoke to, and generally you're the one that I've spoke to the most and I thought would have the best kind of chemistry. So we'll just get right into it. So you're on the golf team here. And yep. uh, I guess we'll just go straight into the deep questions, Ruben. We'll go through you right into the deep end. Why, good. why golf? Why golf? Uh, well, originally it was tennis. Mm-hmm. Um, growing up, uh, I had a natural knack for tennis. Um, was very talented growing up. Um, probably could have turned pro eventually. But, um, you know, when you're young, you're not quite mature enough. Mm-hmm. And I didn't react well to a big loss. Mm-hmm. And gave up the sport immediately. Wow. Um, but a few years passed and I kind of realized that, you know, I wasn't going to enjoy living in an office. So I needed to find something. And golf was something I'd played since I was about, what, three years old? Mm-hmm. Just casually on the weekends or anything like that. But then started taking it a bit seriously yeah. in high school. And then got good. Yeah, would you, would you say it means a lot to you though? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'd say this is probably the only thing that I can see myself doing. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. I mean, so how, how was it like um, going from like playing golf in South Africa where you're from to here? What was the big differences? Uh, you know, it's mainly just course conditions yeah. and how you have to think about <laughs> playing the game. Yeah. Um, it's a lot more aggressive, mm-hmm. uh, I sh- if I can say that like that, um, here in the States Yeah. But, uh, compared to back home. Um I mean, the course conditions here yeah. are so much nicer. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I can speak, obviously, as a Scot. I mean, the courses in Scotland are a lot... It's a kind of links golf, so it's a lot rougher, a lot harder to play. Here, when I come here, it's just... I mean, it's like looking at a painting in a museum. It's beautiful, most of the golf courses here, so no, it's, exactly. always a jo- it's always a joy to play here. Um, so, yeah, I, I kind of want to see for possible listeners, because there will be a couple of people that will listen who actually maybe don't play golf themselves and I think a lot of people do kind of struggle to wrap their heads around the idea of golf so try to keep it as interesting as possible but what is the kind of handicap and scratch situation how can you kind of explain that from your point of view and could you maybe tell us your own um I've had this question so many times and I'm yet to find a reliable answer that works um but the best way I figured it out to is thinking about the course as having a rating of difficulty, mm-hmm. and that is generally seventy-two. Right. Okay. That's how many shots that the course thinks you should have on around that golf course, and your handicap just gives you a few extra shots mm-hmm. depending on how many to make it more enjoyable for you right. to chase. So if you have a handicap of thirty-five. Mm-hmm. You're adding 35 to 72. Right. And now all of a sudden, the golf course, you need to be shooting 107. Right. To shoot par. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I, I know. I know, but I mean, I play golf back home anyway. But um, I mean, it's it's my second favorite sport uh, after soccer. 
that's my first favorite but uh and yes running is not my favorite sport it's just the one that i choose to do um so that's thanks for kind of dumbing that down a little bit i guess for people so i guess one of the very interesting things about the golf team here and i think you will agree is it's probably the most heavily international team apart from tennis i would say yeah i was actually gonna say we'd probably be right up there with tennis um so what's that like is it is it is it nice for you meeting people from all over the world uh is that a nice feeling, knowing that all these people are from different places? I think it really helped me settle in freshman mm-hmm. year, knowing that there were, we were a very large freshman group on the men's golf team. We were There was eight of us at the time, mm-hmm. and only two of them were American. Yeah. We had two guys from France, a guy from Poland, uh, Sweden, myself, and a whole bunch of other countries I can't think of at the moment. Yeah. But So we were all thrown into this kind of pit together, and we kind of bonded that way, and it worked out in the end. Uh, fortunately, some, unfortunately, some of them have left us mm-hmm. during that time and have graduated early, so a lot of us are kind of not left. I wouldn't say not left over. There's just not a lot of us left, mm-hmm. um, and the team has become more American, but we still get along well with the idea of, you know, we're still in a foreign place. Absolutely. I mean, it's a, it's a very international sport, golf. It's played all over the world. Every, every nation has its, you know, kind of, you know, passions but golf just seems to find itself everywhere really so that's I was kind of I wanted to talk to you about that because I came into my cross-country team that I came into was heavily international when I arrived and we're kind of going through the same period right now where actually we have a lot more Americans now than we used to have internationals so that's been a bit of an adjusting period because like you said having other internationals there kind of helps you settle in because you know that there's other people in the same situation as you trying to live in a completely different country all together at the same time so with that being said like uh, with it being you i mean you said eight guys um obviously i'm I'm kind of lumping the girls in i guess as well but would you say it's, it's good having a kind of smaller team on campus do you think that makes you a kind of closer bunch i think so mm-hmm. um i mean i haven't really thought about it to be <laughs> honest but yeah i guess we, you kind of had to become friends with one another yeah with a larger team for like a lacrosse or baseball, for example, yeah. you could have five or six different teams within the team yeah. or just groups that they hang out with mm-hmm. or whatever. With golf, it was, you know, you either all hang out together or you don't. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And yeah. I guess, I guess that you also, golf seems to be a, one of the sports in particular that tra- travels a lot, like, and they travel quite far. Would you say that? I wouldn't say we travel a lot. I'd say we probably travel the least out of anyone on really? uh, anyone on campus. Yeah, we've probably only play about on average between eight and ten tournaments a, a year, and mm-hmm. that's fall and spring combined. Right. Um, but yes, we do travel. We travel all the way down to, I think Tampa Bay is our furthest tournament right. this year. Um, so yeah, we do travel a lot, but we do have the best van on campus, so <laughs> that makes traveling a lot easier. <laughs> right. Well, obviously. Um I guess we're going to just we're going to take it back a little bit to freshman year. We're going to take it back to, you know, you coming over from South Africa. Um, what, 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 how did you end up in Mount Olive? How did that kind of come about? Is there is there a kind of unique story there, or is it like, like every other international? Uh I'm not sure what every other international <laughs> story is, but mine's probably very much similar. Uh-huh. Um, obviously, you know, I went through a scouting agency because yeah. you know during my final year of high school, I decided you know I'd like to play golf in the states. I got good enough to a point where I thought I could go over. And, you know, I was trying to f- find schools that would accept me. And in the end, uh, it came between two schools, mm-hmm. uh, Tusculum and Tennessee, right? Um, who we play against often as a part of SAC, uh, the South Atlantic Conference. Yep. And then 
Mount Olive. And yeah. Mount Olive at the time was better ranked. Um, so I chose them for that reason. There you go. I mean, I, I, I was Mount Olive was in my first choice. I ended up going to the first place, another place first, and then I ended up here. So it's kind of funny how things work out. But I want I wanted to kind of touch on something that was. Um, I'm not sure what your feelings were on it, but everyone was affected in different ways by COVID. Um, and I remember in particular, I came back. Uh, I came back in August, and there was someone that wasn't on campus, and that was you. Obviously, you got stuck in South Africa. So, what was that kind of like for you? D- did you struggle with that? Like, were you a little bit maybe upset about it? Because it was like I would say it was around halfway into what would be your college experience, correct? Yeah, uh, I was about halfway through it. Um, our spring season was cut short. Uh, we were forced to go back home, and at the time, you know, the corona- mm-hmm. coronavirus wasn't quite that serious just yet, especially not home. Yeah. I mean, when I got COVID back in yeah. March, when it first came. Uh, I was probably one of the first thousand people in the country to have it, uh, so it was a little bit weird not being able to come back in in August. But due to the country's dynamics, yeah. um, a lot of poverty, you can't really do anything to stop mm-hmm. coronavirus from spreading. And you know, the country had to do something to protect everyone. And mm-hmm. f- forced um, lockdowns where mm-hmm. you had to stay at home was the only option to do that. Mm-hmm. So that resulted in me being able to or unable to fly during mm-hmm. August, and then in September when it finally opened up again, I'd already missed a month of school. Yeah, and you had the kind of decision to make at that point: do I go back, or do I just, or was was it quite an easy decision just wait until spring? I, I didn't have the option, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, oh. I wasn't given the option to uh, continue a month late. Uh, I was too far behind yeah. the classes, and yeah. Mm-hmm. So, eventually did get back, and then we're going to talk a little bit about last year, because debatably it was one of uh, UMO's best years. It was a fantastic year for you. Uh, how how do you think, like, how do you kind of think you done personally, but at the same time, do you want to touch a little bit on how, just how good the team actually done? I, I think it caused all a bit of a bit by surprise, to be honest. Yeah. Um, you know, we were, we'd been the same team, the same group of players for three years in a row now, yeah. uh, and we'd gotten better every year. And then, but still, we were only ranked sixth in conference going into our conference championships, and somehow we all managed to play well and mm-hmm. win, obviously in a playoff. But we never—I don't think we kind of—we kind of dreamed about, you yeah. know, it'd be nice to win conference. Mm-hmm. And obviously, uh, Oli Ryberg and Patrick Schweitz, who graduated last year, they came back for a fifth year yeah. purely to win conference. So it was really nice to be able to win it for them. Um. But yeah, no, we we completely didn't expect yeah. it, uh, and I don't think we were the we were the best team Mount Oliver's ever seen. <laughs> but we are the only ones to have won conference. Yeah, I mean, it's I mean, I, I I can only imagine it was an even better feeling because, as you said, it was a bit of a surprise. It came as a surprise to you guys. So, like, was did you think that made the made it even an even better feeling that it came as a surprise? Yes, <laughs> I, I think because we kind of went into it with no pressure, we just. Yeah. It happened, and we we almost couldn't believe it happened because a few weeks or a week before, or whatever, the girls' team was yeah. heavy favourites to win conference, and yeah. they unfortunately uh, mm-hmm. lost by a couple of shots, I think. So it was just incredible that I we were the one. ones to get it over <laughs> the line that year. So I, I, that's really good to see because I remember we Munhof pretty much had a great spring, had a fantastic spring across the board program-wise, and golf was very much one of those teams that obviously done very well, and as you said, the women were very unlucky, uh, but the guys obviously managed to 
pull off a really good win and you know that's something that you can take with you going forward so looking at um like where you're at um are you thinking about a fifth year obviously you did have that time off are you going to go for a fifth year or is this going to be your last year uh, this is definitely going to be my last, last year, year. Uh, it's time for me to go home uh, i have a girlfriend back home Aww. and she <laughs> is not keen on the idea of me doing a fifth year um and also, it my classes would. I've scheduled it um, where I graduate in August. Yeah. So I do my final class, my internship over the summer. So then I'll be finished with that, and hopefully turning pro after that. Well, that's that's good to hear. I mean, um, when you when you think about turning pro, uh, are you looking are you looking forward to that prospect? <laughs> I've been looking forward to it for a while. Um, <laughs> up until the last year, I kind of felt like you know I wasn't really going anywhere. Yeah. Um, and I was just kind of itching to, mm-hmm. you know, get moving. And now that it's, you know, it's about a year and a bit away, I'm I'm excited for it. Okay, so with with it being regards to your last year then, do you have any personal goals that you want to kind of hit this year? Is there anything specifically that you want that you want to aim for? Uh, it would lo- I would love to win um, a conference again. Yep. Um, but obviously, you know, in, in golf you can set goals, but you can't control mm-hmm. them. No, um, definitely not. You can't uh, set to, like goals like trophies and stuff because you just random <laughs> things happen in golf and yeah. you just can't control them. So that would be nice, um, but yeah, ultimately, not don't really have much yeah. personal goals. Just trying to play as best as I can and do as much as I can for the team to win. That's good. Well, we can only hope that the team do pull off another one. So. Um, Looking at, you know, we spoke a lot about golf. Um, is there any other passions that you particularly have on campus? You know, obviously, as a student athlete, I'm always keen to hear what other athletes do outside of their sport and their academics. Is there anything else that you do to kind of pass the time? Um, I mean, I do a bit of uh, broadcasting work yep. um, for University of Mount Olive, which you know. We've done yep. a few games together. Yeah. Um, besides that, not really doing too much. Um, I'm a big fan of Formula One. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd have loved to be in a Formula One driver, <laughs> but that dream came away too late. <laughs> so now I just watch other people do it on watch TV. Other people, yeah. <laughs> well, there you go, Formula One. It's the first time we've heard that brought yeah. up, which is good. Which is good. I like Formula One myself as well, so that's oh, good. It's a great sport. Yeah. Well, listen, Ruben, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you very much for coming in. I wish you the best of luck for the year because obviously you're one of the few sports that will be competing throughout the year, which is a great thing. So good luck and uh, we'll speak again soon. Yeah, thank you very much. Thanks for having me. This has been The Lowdown from Pickletown. We'd just like to give special thanks to the University of Mount Olive's music department. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you next time.